So what is Dave talking about today and how does it fit with being a good saver? Why is having a satisfied mind so important anyway? Today, Dave is going to share how having a balance or you could say having a satisfied mind can make all the difference in your journey, financially speaking. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. On today's podcast, Dave is going to talk about having a satisfied mind. And what do you mean by that, Dave? Today, I'm going to talk loosely about what a satisfied mind is. And it comes from a singer that I really appreciate. But uh, does anybody know that musical artist that I was speaking of last week? He is a prolific songwriter has, and has even won the Nobel Prize in Literature. I have no idea. <laughs> Probably not. He's, he's from my generation. He's actually quite a bit older than me, but he's pretty famous with a lot of people. Anyway, I will uh, share some of his thoughts and uh, I'll give you the name of that guy at the end of our podcast today. So what am I talking about today and how does it fit with being a good saver? Well, today I'm going to share with you how a satisfied mind can make all the difference in your financial life. Seriously, finding the balance between financial success and living a satisfied life is indeed crucial. Money is undoubtedly important for our basic needs and security, but it should not be the sole focus of our lives. I know that sounds a little odd considering this is a financial podcast and I'm trying to teach principles on how to be good with your money. But at the same time, like everything in life, there's a balance. So let's explore the key principles and practices that can help you achieve both financial well-being and a satisfied life. So the first comment I'm going to make is called define your values and goals. So what you would do is start reflecting on what truly matters in your life. Consider your passions, your relationships, personal growth, and contributions to others. Identify your long-term goals and align them with your values. This exercise will help you prioritize what brings you joy and fulfillment beyond monetary achievements. Does that make sense to you? You know, this is a financial podcast, but if your whole life is focused on making more money, you're going to lose at the end. And that's my point to this podcast today. Find your values and your goals along with your financial acumen to being more successful. So here's some ideas. What is it that you love to do? Take some time and write out your passions, that first one that I just spoke of. Take some time and write out your passions. Brainstorm. Just randomly write down things that maybe even remotely are interesting or things that you think, I'll never do this. I'll never be a pilot. I'll never be an astronaut. I'll never, whatever. But write it down. And then at the end of that session, it might take you 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Then what you do is look for a theme. I believe that if you can define what you love to do, or another way to say it, your passion, pursue that with all your heart and find a way to earn a living in that area. Okay? So I'm going through a little different exercise than I normally do, but I hope for you that are struggling a little bit at work, 
you haven't really found that passion in your work yet. You're still thinking there's got to be a better job for me. This is an exercise this week that you could do to help you get closer to what you would really love to do. And, and you'll be able to monetize that job, I promise. So the first one is consider your passions and then see by doing your brainstorming how you can find a theme, okay? Now this is gonna take some time, but it is definitely worth the time spent. It might take you an hour. Maybe it'll take you a day or two over a couple hours. But the point is, you have to take that exercise and just go crazy. Write down everything that even has a small interest in you and then see if there's a theme. Another extremely important element is with your relationships. Are they healthy? Do you have strong family bonds and healthy friendships? If you do, that would be a great help to you as you begin to accumulate wealth. They should be people you can bounce off financial questions without judgment. They could be mentors at work, a spouse, or another person that you trust for advice. Do you have that in place? In my case, I have a very good friend that I've known since before I was married, and he and I both enjoy talking about money, and that's one of the special connections we have because a lot of my friends, I can tell by when I do talk about it with them, that's not something they're particularly interested in. I don't know if it's they just don't have a good understanding of money or they think it's not polite to talk about money. But I do have this one person, Doug, that's great that way. And we can talk about money and bounce things off each other. And it has helped me to get some of my questions answered without any judgment. Now, if you don't, it's time to develop them. And it could be just one like me, as they will be critical to you in achieving financial success and balance in life. Now, that same person I'm talking about, he and I really understand financial products pretty well. And we're both married, both have a couple kids, you know, so we're similar. But he was struggling with something uh, last, uh, this past spring on a different level. And uh, because we've had a relationship for a long time, he was able to talk to me about a pretty sensitive issue. And I appreciated that. And so that's the kind of relationship that you'd want to have with somebody where you could really talk in depth about your struggles with finance or personal growth issues. So that's something that uh, you want to develop as well. You know, take a look at that personal growth over time. Are you trapped? Are you in a rut? Maybe it's something as simple as you're watching too much TV that's getting in the way of spending time with others. Or are you living the life in the fast lane and spending too much on entertainment and it's keeping you from winning with money? So these are things that you need to do to try to define who you are and your values regarding to money. And you know, there are many others that can move you in the wrong direction. However, if you want to grow personally, it will take you time. It will not be in a straight line, but you should be moving forward year by year. By this, I mean relationships with friends and family should be deepening over time. If they are, that is great. That's the goal. As you grow and mature as a person, you're going to grow with your friends and with your relatives. And in this case, with our podcast and talking about money, that you're going to develop relationships with one or two that you could, you know, have like a sounding board and ask questions and have them help you to become better in personal finance. Now, if those friends and family are not, you're going to need to work hard on developing those relationships. Because frankly, if you do really well and uh, get to your 50s and 60s and you're very successful financially, but you don't have these core people in your life, whether it's your family or friends, you're going to struggle. 
because frankly, it's as you may have heard before, it's lonely at the top. You need people to bounce questions off. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, for me, uh, my son and I were both Christians. And in in our world, uh, you know, we need people spiritually to sound things off. And it's the same way with your financial quests to be more successful in that area. So if you work really hard and achieve your financial goals, but have no support from family and friends, in my opinion, you will have an unsatisfied life. Now, last. Create a life where you contribute to others. If you do achieve great wealth, share it with others. Be a mentor, a benefactor, or a friend in need. Yeah, and just one thing I'd like to add on that too is, you know, I think maybe the American dream or or just the way you think in your mind that the more money, the more happier, the more satisfied you'll be. And everyone always says that that's not true. But I can honestly say, you know, with more money, it's really just kind of more problems or more things to yeah. spend money on or yep. or things to worry about. So, but the true things that bring fulfillment, that brings a satisfied life is those relationships with family and friends. You certainly care about it, but you know, people don't care about how much money you have or they don't care that you made this great business deal or whatever. You know, they care about you as a person if That's they right. really care about you. Yeah, those are the true friends, right? I mean, you could be talking to a friend on the basketball court about this great deal you just closed. Well, hoorah for that. But those aren't the kind of friends that you're going to have that has your back when you have a problem. And we all have problems. And that's what we're trying to talk about. Find that balance in life. I want you to be successful financially. I want you to follow some of the uh, suggestions that Nate and I have mentioned over the months. And uh, you will win with money, but just find that balance so you'll have a satisfied mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the main thing is there, you might go through different seasons of working hard and everything, but keeping that balance in mind, because you certainly want to have a decent amount of money coming in to enjoy life, to travel. Certainly having that base level of income is really important. But if you really want to find true fulfillment, you have to have that balance spiritually, emotionally, physically, and uh, certainly relationally as well. That's right. All right, the next one that I wanted to uh, zero in on today in this little story about a satisfied life is to create a financial plan. Developing a financial plan is essential for achieving your goals and maintaining financial stability. So what you're going to do is outline your short-term and long-term objectives, such as saving for emergencies, paying off debts, investing for the future, and funding your passions or experiences. A plan, a financial plan, will give clarity and guide you in your financial decisions. So, for example, in my plan, you know, I make out a budget. You know, I want to know where my money's going and how do I spend it? How do I invest it? And so at the first of every year, it's usually the very last three or four days of the current year and then the next two or three days of the next, I make a budget. And at this stage in my career, it's pretty straightforward. I I don't do a lot with it anymore because I'm kind of on autopilot. But what you would do is, uh, you know, you're going to know what your income was for the year and you're going to write that on the top of your piece of paper or online on a spreadsheet. And then you're going to write out all your expenses and you're going to adjust those from time to time. But I have had a podcast that I've done on budgeting specifically, so you should know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, if you're just new to our podcast, 
What you would do is you write down all your income from all your sources. And depending on your stage of life, it could be retirement income, or it could be uh, maybe even money from your family if you're uh, just getting started and they're going to help you. But in any case, you write down that, and then you write down all your expenses from food, shelter, clothing, insurance, expenses, mortgage or rent, all that stuff. And then you develop a plan so that you can save some for emergencies and some for your future retirement, so on and so forth. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. The next thing is to live below your means. You know, if you're going to have a satisfied mind, if you're every month running to figure out how am I going to pay my bills this month, I don't make enough money. Well, let me tell you, that is a common theme with many people, but you can win with money if you live below your means. And I know some of you are saying, well, I can't do that. I have all these expenses. Well, trust me, if you really focus on winning with money, you will find ways to take those higher expenses out and you can win with money and you will live below your means. You know, while it is tempting to spend all your income, living below your means is the key to financial freedom. And what you need to do is differentiate between your needs and your wants and practice mindful spending. What you need to do is save and invest a portion of your income regularly. That means with every paycheck or whoever you receive your income and avoid unnecessary debt. I'm going to do a podcast on this uh, soon, but my goal for you and my goal has been for me is I don't have any debt except for my mortgage. And that's when I was younger and I, I don't have debt on that either. But if you're just getting started, it's going to be a little more difficult, but uh, you should not have a car payment year after year after year. You should not be paying your college loans off for 20 years, those kind of things. You got to figure out a way, whether it's side hustles or both spouses working, whatever it is, to get out of those high expense monthly payments and win with money. And that's how you're going to do that. You got to really get focused on getting out of debt. Now, by doing so, you're going to create a safety net and you'll have resources to pursue your experiences that bring you satisfaction. And I know, you know, it doesn't come overnight. And I know when I was younger, it did take me a while. I didn't have a big income, as you know, and it did take me a while. So don't get discouraged. But my point is, you got to be pointing the needle in that direction that every month you think about how can I get out of debt so that I can pursue things that really will make a difference in my life and bring satisfaction. Now, here's another way to do that, another way to think about it, and that's to embrace minimalism and simplicity. Cultivate a mindset of simplicity and minimalism. Focus on experiences and relationships rather than accumulating material possessions. Invest in experiences that create lasting memories, such as travel or learning or connecting with your loved ones. This approach reduces the desire for excessive consumption and allows you to appreciate the present moment. Yeah, if you can do that right there, you're better than, you know, 90% of Americans, honestly, is yeah. embracing the minimalism, thinking twice before buying that thing on Amazon or getting the latest iPhone or all these things that you think make you satisfied, but maybe don't so much make you all that much more happy. Yeah, you're right, Nate. And, and we've talked about that as well, about being frugal and living below your means is, is how you're going to do that. Nate's right on the money when he says, you know, you don't really need that latest Apple phone or the, the newest big TV that just came out and it's only $2,300 and it's 75 inches. You honestly don't need that. 
I mean, at some point in your life when you're, uh, you know, really are financially successful, if you want to splurge on things like that, you know, I don't have a problem with that. But the point is, that's not going to make you happy in the long run. All right, the next one is investing in personal growth. Personal growth is a lifelong journey that enriches your life in countless ways. Continuously invest in yourself by acquiring new skills, pursuing education, and exploring your interests. You know, for me, it's travel. For you, it might be furthering your education or whatever it might be. You want to cultivate a growth mindset, embrace challenges, and seek opportunities to develop personally and professionally. This mindset will not only bring personal satisfaction, but also enhance your financial prospects. The next one I want to talk about is nurturing relationships. And we talked about that a little bit earlier, but building and maintaining strong relationships is a vital aspect of a satisfying life. Invest time and effort in your relationships with family, friends, and your community. Cultivate meaningful connections, foster open communication, and offer support to those you care about. So those are the things that make life meaningful and important to others. Strong relationships provide emotional well-being and often lead to valuable opportunities and experiences. So on the other side of that, if you and your spouse or maybe you alone, if you're just so gung-ho on making all this money and you step back for a moment and you realize, wow, do we even have two friends that we could take out and go to dinner with next Friday night? You have a problem. And that's my point. You have to find that balance and keep those relationships going. It's vital if you want to win with money. The last uh, subject that I want to cover today is practicing mindfulness and gratitude. Incorporating mindfulness and gratitude into your daily life is critical. Take time to appreciate the simple pleasures, express gratitude for what you have, and focus on the present moment. Mindfulness helps reduce stress enhances decision-making, and improves overall well-being. Recognizing and appreciating what you already have can also bring contentment and prevent the constant pursuit of more. Remember, the pursuit of wealth should never come at the expense of your mental or emotional well-being or the things that truly matter to you. By integrating these principles into your life, you can create a good balance between financial success and a satisfying, fulfilling life. As Bob Dylan once said, what's money? A man is a success if he gets up in the morning and goes to bed at night and in between does what he wants to do. Yeah, that's a great quote by him. Yeah, it it touches on a lot right there. All right, I want to finish up with uh, three points I want to emphasize and then I'll give you one to take action on. The first one is define your goals as described earlier and be sure to write them down and read them from time to time you'll be amazed at occasionally blown away at how your goals will actually become a reality if you do this one thing. And I can give you firsthand agreement to that statement. If you define your goals and then write them down and then look at them from time to time, your person will gravitate towards that and you will move towards whatever those goals are. I guarantee you it is something that I really don't understand that well, but it does work. Yeah. And to that point, make sure that your goals are balanced as well, not Mm -hmm. just financially having this much money to buy a house or to get a car, but also, you know, how do you want to grow spiritually or emotionally or relationally? Yeah. Yeah. And and to that point, you know, when I was doing, again, I'm a little bit different now because I'm retired, but when I was younger, I wrote down, you know, five or six things like just what Nate says, you know, my goals for the next year are, you know, financial was this. 
physical was this, you know, a certain amount of gym days, so to speak, and push-ups and so on and so forth. My emotional goals, my spiritual goals, my social goals, you know, five or six things, and I would write under each one of those captions how I wanted to improve them or where I wanted them to go. So does that make sense? The second one is really important. Living below your means should be a no-brainer, but it's not. If you truly want to win with money, you must faithfully do this one key element. The third thing that is an emphasis for me is nurture relationships. Uh, Nate's talked about it. I've talked about it. It's incredibly important. You don't want to go it alone. Strong relationships with others will bring true joy to your life, and no amount of money will ever beat that. And lastly, before we go, so what does a satisfied mind or a satisfied life look like to you? If you know it, write it down and reread it from time to time to keep yourself on course. Find that balance between financial success and success in life. If done properly, you will indeed have a satisfied life. Yeah, and it's something that, you know, you always got to keep in check because, you know, as humans, we tend to lean towards one thing or another. Focus too much on work or focus too much on spending time with friends or on a hobby, but you have to always keep that balance in mind. So that wraps up today's episode. Did you know the musical artist that Dave was speaking of today? Well, he mentioned it a little bit, but it is Bob Dylan. And in many ways, he has been the spokesperson of a generation, really of Dave's generation. Yeah, it is. And you guys, you younger ones, you have your own that you'll find that uh, made a big impact in your life. And for me, it's Bob Dylan. And anybody that's probably 60 and over, they'll know who he is. And he's a pretty amazing guy. Mm -hmm. Well, anyways, he has a great way with words, and uh, we want to know if it connected with you. Next week, Dave is going in another direction, and we'll be sharing 10 Bible verses on being a better financial investor. And actually, we're probably going to do two parts of that. So I know we probably just lost half our audience, but uh, I ask you to hear him out on this. Dave is not going to preach a sermon, but he will share some timeless advice from the Bible that will help you to win with money. Also. I think you will be very surprised with how relevant the verses are for us, even in today's world. Dave has a musical line from Bob Dylan that we're going to end with. Yeah, this is the first time I've done this in a a year and a half. I usually give a scripture or a quote from a famous person, but uh, this uh, I thought was appropriate. I'm going to leave you with the words of Bob Dylan that I think hits the nail on the head in regards to our money and our life. The song, if you want to look it up, is called A Satisfied Mind. But here here it is. How many times have you heard someone say, if I had his money, I'd do it my way? Hmm. But little they know. Hmm. It's so hard to find one rich man in ten with a satisfied mind.